Well, good morning. It's Thursday, May 19th, 2022. Thursday, May 19th, 2022. Slava Ukraine. Heroium Slava. You know, I have a, I have a huge story that I want to talk about, about uh, Hungary and uh, Viktor Orban. But I'm going to have to wait until tomorrow. I don't have time to give it right now. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming every day. It's very nice of you. Uh, if you can, uh, bring someone with you today or tomorrow. Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. So let us get started. I'm going to skip over this Orban stuff, and we'll do it tomorrow. Um, yesterday, addressing a food security meeting at the United Nations, hosted by the U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, the executive director of the World Food Program, David Beasley, said, failure to open the ports will be a declaration, failure of open, yeah, he said that, failure to open the ports will be a declaration of war on global food security resulting in famine, destabilization of nations, as well as mass migration by necessity. Uh, The U.S. is uh, working closely with European allies to try to develop routes to get Ukrainian wheat and corn out of the country after Russia blocked Ukrainian ships from departing with grain that is vital for food supplies around the world. Uh, In my opinion, uh, uh, at this point, blocking food should be considered not just a, a um, uh, an act of war against food security. I think it's just an act of war, I, in my opinion. Uh, Beasley added, it is absolutely essential that we allow the, these ports to open because this is not just about Ukraine. This is about the poorest of the poor around the world who are on the brink of starvation as we speak. So I asked President Putin, if you have a heart at all, please open these ports. Please assure everyone concerned that the passageways will be clear so that we can feed the poorest of the poor and avert famine as we've done in the past when nations in this room have stepped up together. I, yeah, good luck with that. Russia might do it if you lift sanctions. They'll use it as a can opener for sanctions, but they've starved Ukrainians to death. Why would they give a crap about other countries when they don't even, they don't give a crap about Ukraine? He noted that Ukraine is a nation that grows enough grain to feed 400 million people and that it is now out of production. That means next year it's going to be much worse. A Japanese prime minister Fumio Kishida announced yes, uh, rather today, Japan, what well, was yesterday, our time, uh, uh, that Japan will increase its financial aid for Ukraine to $600 million, which is like one one hundredth of what the uh, U.S. has given, but they're a small country, uh, doubling the country's previous $300 million given in financial support. Uh, Kishida said the deci- decision was made after Ukraine expressed it its need for assistance due to the worsening financial situation caused by the Russian invasion. Uh, Kishida uh, told reporters, Japan will continue to strongly support Ukraine in cooperation with the G7 and the international community. And let's not forget, Japan is still at war with Russia. 
since World War II. World War II still continues. Uh, According to German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, the European Union must start preparations for rebuilding Ukraine by setting up a solidarity fund to aid Kyiv in covering the billions of euros reconstruction will cost. Uh, Scholz told German lawmakers today, rebuilding destroyed infrastructure and revitalizing the Ukrainian economy will cost billions. Uh, We, as the EU, must start laying the ground for a solidarity fund financed by contributions from the EU and its partners. Uh, And, of course, they got to start working on a treaty uh, because Russia has to be made to pay for this, in my opinion. Uh, The Russian Defense Ministry said Thursday that 771 Ukrainian soldiers have surrendered at the Azovstal steel plant in Mariupol in the last 24 hours. Uh, They said it Thursday, that would be today, but that would be last night in our time. Um, uh, The ministry said 80 of those were wounded and all those in need of any medical attention are receiving treatment in hospitals and uh, Novozovsk and Donetsk. Uh, the Ukrainian side has not given an update on the number who have left Avastol nor on the status of negotiations for their exchange for Russian prisoners. Uh, the Ukrainian military reported today that Russian forces tried to break through to Slovyansk in the eastern Ukraine's Donetsk region, uh, had uh, suffered, uh, suffered losses and retreated. Uh, the general staff of the Ukrainian Armed Forces claimed its, uh, daily, in its daily update, the enemy conducted battle activity in Velika Komashuvaka area with the support of artillery, had no success, suffering significant losses in some areas, and was forced to withdraw to previously occupied positions. According to the general staff, on the main front in the parts of Luhansk region, Uh, the Ukrainians still hold. Russian aircraft have attacked several villages. Uh, Ukrainian defenses were holding around the industrial city of Severodonetsk and um, Russian assault operations in Zolot area had been unsuccessful. Uh, As I said, it would happen. As I said, as we talked about months ago, a couple of months ago, China is seeking to replenish, replenish it's strategic, uh, strategic crude stockpiles. With, a, with what, you say? And you know what the answer is. With cheap Russian oil. A sign that uh, China is strengthening its energy ties with Russia just as Europe works towards banning imports due to the war in Ukraine. Of course, with, with the, the banned imports, Russia's oil uh, value is plummeting because nobody's going to buy it. And while it's plummeting, just like they did in 2014, China's going to scoop it up at, at fire sale prices. Which is funny because the world is on fire with the CO2 output of all this extra oil. Uh, Beijing is in discussions with Moscow to buy additional supplies, according to people with knowledge of the plan, who asked not to be named as the matter is private. Uh, Crude would be used to fill China's strategic petroleum reserves, and talks are being conducted at a government level with little direct involvement from oil companies. Uh, Republicans last week complained that Biden administration wasn't doing enough to fix the baby formula shortage. You remember that. We talked about that. Um, So uh, Biden, 
use the Defense Production Act to prioritize baby formula manufacturers and use transport to bring formula from outside the country. Now Republicans are complaining about the Biden administration spending money to fix the problem. Never let a political opportunity go to waste, even if you contradict yourself. And this has been the GOP playbook for a couple of decades now. Uh, The U.S. is not guilty. According to the U.S., it's not guilty. Uh, The Pentagon announced that an internal investigation into the 2019 Syrian massacre found that uh, no laws of war were broken and that there were there was no cover up for a March, uh, I think it was March 18th, 2019 airstrike that killed scores of Syrian civilians, including women and children. An executive summary of a classified investigation led by U.S. Army General Michael Garrett stated that no rules of engagement or law of war violations occurred in connection with the strike near the Syrian town of Baghuz that, according to an initial uh, battle assessment, killed around 70 people. Uh, While finding that the uh, policy compliance deficiencies at multiple levels of command led directly to numerous delays in reporting the civilian casualties and that administrative deficiencies contributed to the impression that the Pentagon did not take the incident seriously, the probe concluded there was no malicious wrong intent by the military and that there was no evidence to support allegations of a cover-up. There was plenty of evidence. Plenty of evidence. They just chose to ignore it. Uh, In other words, oops, my bad. A lot of people were murdered, but we didn't mean it. (sighs) Dr. Oz and hedge fund manager David McCormick are within a thousand votes of each other, and the count should be over soon. They are neck and neck in Pennsylvania. Uh, The count should be over over soon for who will be running uh, uh, for the Senate seat for the uh, GOP. But don't expect a decision anytime soon. Uh, Pennsylvania law triggers an automatic recount if candidates are within a half percentage point and they are with, uh, within one-tenth of a percentage point. In other words, it'll take weeks for the recount because a recount is going to start. Um, Trump, of course, took to tro- uh, social platform yesterday to encourage far-right U.S. Senate candidate Mehmet Oz to declare victory. He said, declaring victory makes it much harder for them to cheat with the ballots that they just happened to find. Jeez, when is this guy going to die? When is he, when are those McDonald's burgers going to clog up those veins enough where he leaves this world? Moving on to the Kansas City uh, Supreme Court upheld the state's new Republican-drawn congressional map despite claims of partisan and racial gerrymandering. A right-wing member of the high court, Justice Caleb Stegall, uh, wrote that those challenging the map have not prevailed on their claims that the boundaries violated the state's constitution and a full opinion is forthcoming. Uh, Yesterday's decision overturns a previous one from a Wyandotte County uh, District Judge, uh, Bill Clapper, who ruled that the state constitution protects against rigging the map to divide communities of color and wrote that this court suggests most Kansans 
would be appalled to know how the contest has been artificially engineered to give one segment of the political apparatus an unfair and unearned advantage. Uh, the map divides a racially diverse district in half along Interstate 70, giving it to two districts to water down the black vote. Uh, that's how. That's my explanation of it. Uh, Representative Sharice uh, uh, Davids will have to fight to keep a seat that has been diluted with Republicans. Diluted with Republicans as well as, as, well as diluted with Republicans, I should say. Uh, the U.S. Department of Energy announced yesterday that it was extending by 47 days a deadline for two nuclear power plants. Uh, Entergy uh, Corporation's Palisades plant in Covert, Michigan, and uh, Pacific Gas and Electric's Diablo Canyon plant in San Luis Obispo County, California, uh, so they can apply for federal funding to keep them running. Uh, Green organizations are opposed to extending operation of an aging California nuclear power plant slated to shut down by 2025, but given a new lease on life this week by the Biden administration. Yes. Should have been saved for Friday night, right? Uh, Environmental Working Group President Ken Cook said in a statement that even by PG&E's own history of billion-dollar misguided spending sprees, throwing taxpayers' money away to keep the unsafe Diablo Canyon nuclear power, uh, power plant on life support, has to be one of the worst. There are two sides, of course. We really need nuclear energy as a bridge to uh, complete uh, renewable energy projects. Big Oil's campaign against nuclear energy largely helped reduce plant building in in the past few decades. Plant building is ramping up, but it will take time. These newer plants are really very safe, and these older plants should be shut down. Uh, EWG said it opposed keeping the 37-year-old nuclear plant open because it is expensive. Maintenance costs soared by $110 million between uh, 2011-2017 alone. It poses a danger to marine life and is a general safety hazard. And I would agree with that. (sighs) But we're in a tough place right now. In 2014, a U.S. Nuclear Regulatory Commission Inspector General... Uh, inspector, rather, urged the uh, plant's closure as one of its reactors is considered one of the most embrittled units in the nation. Uh, PG&E is known for its mishandling of money, and this just seems to be a huge money grab, in my opinion. Uh, for decades, they used profits uh, from invest- uh, for investors instead of fixing its aging infrastructure. You may know some of the deadliest fires in California were from electric infrastructure failures. Uh, congressional lawmakers are preparing to vote on a bill aimed at curbing big oil's profiteering as they, <coughs> excuse me, as they ready themselves an analysis published yesterday by a trio of advocacy groups shows how fossil fuel companies continue to generously reward their investors while consumers pay sky-high prices. Uh, Data shows that the biggest oil and gas companies are returning billions more in cash to themselves and their investors amid windfall profits from war. Public citizen researcher Alan Zibel, Zibel said in a statement that fossil fuel executives 
are sending windfall profits to, the, to their shareholders and sticking consumers with the bill while accelerating the climate crisis. Now is the time, finally, to hold big oil accountable. Uh, that's what he said. According to the analysis, the 20 biggest U.S.-based fossil fuel companies reported $30 uh, billion in profits in the first quarter of 2022, a 155% increase from the same period last year. Meanwhile, during the first five months of 2022, eight companies authorized plans to buy back and retire $46 billion in stock, stock buybacks. Hey, uh, stock buybacks surged by $36 billion since February 2022, when anticipation of Russia's invasion of Ukraine fueled a dramatic surge in oil. And they said, oh, let's buy it back. Uh, yes, that's right. They are war profiteering. Uh, H.R. 7688, the Consumer Fuel Price Gouging Prevention Act, comes up for a vote. Introduced by Representative Kim Schreier, Democratic, uh, uh, Democrat in Washington. You know there's going to be no Republicans. <laughs> and Katie Porter. Katie Porter is awesome. She's here in California. Uh, the proposed legislation would give the U.S. Federal Trade Commission expanded authority to hold energy companies accountable for charging unconscionably excessive fuel prices. Republicans will block it, as will Joe Manchin. In addition to uh, H.R. 7688, Congress is also considering a big oil windfall tax introduced by uh, in the House by Representative Ro Khanna, also of California, and by Sheldon Whitehouse uh, from Rhode Island in the Senate. An overwhelmingly popular measure supported by 80% of U.S. voters, this windfall tax, including nearly three-quarters of uh, self-described uh, Republicans. And as I said, it was going to be short today. I wanted to do that other story on uh, Hungary, but I don't have time. That's it. Thanks for listening. Thursday, May 19th. 2022, Thursday, May 19th, 2022. I truly appreciate you coming every day. Bring someone with you uh, uh, tomorrow if you can. Uh, PVTV or today. Yeah. And bring an enemy, will ya? Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Those four words, Political Views TV Podcast. Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberglops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Or maybe you just want to say hi. Or maybe you want to send me a story that I don't know about, like someone did yesterday or the day before. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.